Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Where does Penn State rank among the richest programs in the Big Ten? Is it possible for Micah Parsons to be even better in 2020? Chris Godwin has a decision to make with his number 12 jersey as Tom Brady arrives in Tampa Bay. And Penn State basketball coach Pat Chambers is hopeful he can remain in Happy Valley through 2020 and beyond. I'm Dustin Hawkinsmith from Penn Live. We'll break down those headlines in this edition of the Penn State Update. Penn Live columnist David Jones rolled out Sunday his listing of Big Ten football programs, ranked in order from the richest to the poorest in the league. There were perhaps few surprises when it came to the rankings themselves. Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State checked in as the three richest programs. Rutgers, Maryland, and Indiana were the three poorest. Jones collected the revenue and expense data from the equity in athletics data analysis, which reflected numbers from the 2018 season and the spring that followed. Penn State was 9-4 that year and fell flat in a loss to Kentucky in the Citrus Bowl. The Lions football program once again, though, cleared $50 million in profits. That number checked in at $51.6 million, which was down from $54.5 in 2017. Penn State men's basketball made around $4 million in profit, while the women's basketball program had a $5.1 million deficit. Michigan led the way in the Big Ten in overall revenue with $122.3 million and had profits at $74.9 million. Ohio State saw its profit number drop from $60.1 to $55 million in 2018. Add all of it up, though, and Big Ten athletic programs fared quite well in 2018, and Penn State was once again near the top of that list. Penn Live's Bob Flounders posed an interesting question over the weekend. When it came to the play of Micah Parsons, a rising junior and an All-American last season, Flounders explored the idea of just how much more Parsons can show going into his third season at linebacker. He's led the Lions in tackles at each of his two seasons. He also showed more disruptive playmaking ability as a sophomore last year. Parsons finished the 2019 season with 109 tackles, 14 tackles for loss, and 5 sacks, and he saved his best for last with a truly dominant performance in the Cotton Bowl with three tackles for loss, two sacks, two forced fumbles, and two pass breakups. Flounders types Parsons' combination of size, power, and his 4-4 speed as big reasons that opponents will struggle to game plan for him. And remember, Parsons is in just his third season ever playing the linebacker position. As he gets more comfortable and makes better, quicker decisions, he should only continue to improve. Flounders also believes Parsons can make strides in pass coverage and become the most dominant linebacker in college football against both the run and the pass. He might even be at that point already. Penn State alum Chris Godwin is in a terrific position going into year four with the NFL's Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Godwin emerged as one of the league's brightest young wide receiver talents last season. The former third-round pick caught 86 passes 
for 1,333 yards and nine touchdowns. He was a pro bowler for the first time and finished third in the NFL in receiving and fourth in receiving touchdowns. Then just last week, the Bucs went out and acquired future Hall of Fame quarterback Tom Brady. And if that weren't a big enough win, Godwin also goes into a contract year and could be due for a huge payday. He might first have a different kind of payday. Godwin wears the same number 12 jersey as Brady does, and the two might negotiate for those rights. Godwin said over the weekend he wants to keep the number, but will give Brady the jersey number if he asks for it, out of respect for him. Meanwhile, Brady has also said that he's considered changing jerseys. Whichever direction this goes, the situation should be a win-win-win for Godwin in 2020. Penn State basketball coach Pat Chambers addressed reporters over the weekend. It was the first time Chambers spoke at length about the Lions' season, which was cut short as the NCAA canceled March Madness amid growing concerns over the coronavirus. The pandemic came at a most unfortunate time for all athletes in winter sports, but especially for Chambers and Penn State, who were poised to make the tournament field for the first time since the 2010 season. Chambers addressed that abrupt ending and also his status as the Lions coach. It's been a long build since Chambers arrived in 2011, and this season was his best yet. The Lions now have winning seasons in two of the past three, and they come off posting a winning record in Big Ten play for the first time under Chambers, and just the third time since 1990. Chambers said he's hopeful to sign a contract extension to remain in Happy Valley. He also added that he loves what the team has coming back for 2020-2021. Thanks for tuning in to the new Penn State Update Daily News Briefing. It's available on Penn Live. It's also on Alexa, Apple, Google, Spotify, and Stitcher. Be sure to follow, like, subscribe, and rate the podcast where you listen to it. And get all the latest from us here at PennLive.com slash Football. You can also check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. This is Dustin Hawkinsmith from Penn Live signing off until the next Penn State Update.